It's the cold open for the Jeremiah Wonders Podcast. Welcome back, guys. Thank you so much for listening, subscribing, however you are watching this, whether it's on YouTube. Maybe you ripped it. Maybe it's off LimeWire somewhere. Who knows? Thanks for tuning in. Very excited for this week's guest, Moshe Kesher, is coming on the show here momentarily. But first, I want to thank the sponsors of the show, Speedweed. We're recording live out of the Speedweed studio. Thank you, Bronx Born Pizza, Menchie Music. Uh, you know, go there for your instrument needs. Go get Speedweed at Speedweed on Twitter. Marijuana delivery in Bronxbourne and Bend, Oregon. Get some pizza from there. Or uh, in Santa Monica at Greyblock Pizza. Hit up my pal Thomas Schiffer over there. Very fun, exciting episode. Check out this Jeremiah Wonders shirt that I'm sporting right now. You can get yours at JeremiahWonders.com or JeremiahWatkins.com. All leads you to the same Shopify store. We have some very exciting Kill Tony dates that are coming up. We're going to Australia. We're going to Dallas. We're going to all over the place, New York soon. So check that out, all those tour dates at TonyHinchcliffe.com. Keep sending in those kindness challenge letters. I love reading them on the show. JeremiahWonders at gmail.com for all the kindness challenge letters and all your artwork and music submissions that I'll try to feature on the show. Shout out to my buddy Gage T. Arena, who is doing the audio editing and video producing of this podcast, making it sound and look all nice for y'all, putting up those highlights. So hit up at Gage T. Arena on social media. Show him some love. Give him a follow. And keep sharing this stuff with your friends, guys. All this helps. Subscribe to us on YouTube if you are not subscribed yet. And keep leaving us awesome reviews. That all helps. Without further ado, let's get into this episode of Jeremiah Wonders with Moshe Kesher. We are live here on Jeremiah Wonders with Moshe Kesher. Can I try it? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Count us in, count us in. Three, two, one. Hi, everybody. We are live here on Jeremiah Wonders with Moshe Kesher. With Moshe Kesher. With, Mo- with Moshe Kesher. With, 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 I'm trying. With, with, with Moshe Kesher. <laughs> I'm just trying. Just trying out this uh, effects box. Jeremiah, what's up? What have you been up to, man? Man, I've been good, dog. <laughs> what you talking about, dog? So do you actually have to affect a black voice when you do the very white effect? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because it's like you could have just said, well, I've been well. You could have yeah, just said. Yeah, no, but like there's a little said, bit better. Well, I've been well, Jeremiah. That's very serial killer, though, whenever you do that. Right, but instead you chose to go, yeah. you know, I've been well, dog. <laughs> I've been good, like, too. Like, straight up? <laughs> Marriage is tight as hell, man. I'll tell you something else, too. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you I'll tell you this right now. Uh-huh. I, I've been good, dog. You, got, you also got to affect an African-American voice in, with Rhythm Chop 147. <laughs> man, whatever the hell that is. I don't know what that is, man. So what's That's good? A singing one right there. Oh, this one right here? Uh-huh. You want to sing something together? Uh, Okay, yeah. Okay. What are we singing about? Uh, let's is this sing. basically how the show goes? Oh. <laughs> You're already knocking it out of the park. All right. You're doing exactly what the show... It's Yeah, there's no... I never done a podcast before this is my first appearance on a podcast and i'm nervous there's never been a podcast like this before this is the first podcast in history what is this new format welcome back hold up hold up welcome back 
Two WTF with Mark Maron. WTF with Mark Maron in the mornings. Hi. Welcome. Oh, well, uh, traffic is really. <laughs> oh, man. Welcome back to WTF with Mark Maron. I'm your host. Oh, traffic is shit out there. Mark Maron. How you been, Mark? Oh, terrible. <laughs> I just booked three more shows. That sounds pretty I can't tough, stop Mark. booking things. Uh, okay. Yeah. All right. Word. I'm still getting, still getting to know. I'm still get. Okay, here we go. Yeah, yeah. I'm still getting to know these keys. I'm noticing you have different keys than me. And it makes me jealous. So you can, if you, if you, if you really want to. If you really want to stop playing around, you could use this slider. Oh, that's to give you the different banks. If you want them different banks. Okay. All right. Well, what's it? Yeah. All right. Yeah. So like this. That's like, uh, let's try this. Uh, what? Get that out of there. Now, do you edit this podcast or does all this go in? This is bad content, Jeremiah. Okay, well, we, they are in the room with us right now, and here in this room. No, this is good content. Hashtag bad content. I didn't mean. I didn't mean to try to slam dunk. Nah, your... dog, man, you just oh. flexing on me with those camo pants. <laughs> These are cool pants. <laughs> They're really cool. You know pants. what? I was getting dressed today, Jeremiah. Let me tell you. You want me to sing you a little song? Or yeah. Should I just tell you. Tell, <laughs> I don't tell know how me. Much, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll go back to the singing in a little bit. I was getting dressed today. I was about to put on these pants that I wear often, mm-hmm. and then I was, because I, I just got these pants, yeah. these here are the ones that I'm wearing, and I was like, oh, you know, I want to try the first night out. I'd like to try it on a show, you know? Sometimes I like to, you know, I like to de-virginize, to pop the cherry yeah. of, a, of a pant. You like to debut them at certain events. Yeah, why not? And then I thought to myself, wait a minute, this Jeremiah Wonders podcast is, I have seen the clips, it seems to be. Quite a quite an affair with cameras and everything. There's a whole thing. You walked in and you're like, "This is a tr- this is a legit setup. Three camera setup. Three camera setup. Dog. Bam. 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 I got offered marijuana in the lobby. Yep. So it's like this is a professional operation. Yeah. And so I thought to myself, I'm gonna wear these pants for Jeremiah. Thank you, man. Yeah. That means a lot. And look, look. You know what's funny is you can always tell uh, based on how somebody dresses for your podcast, how much they think of the podcast. Well, I think nothing of the podcast, but I think a lot of you. Hey, thanks, dog. <laughs> Appreciate that. RDK in the house, man. RDK. 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 Hey, 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 hey. Uh, it didn't work. Oh, does it take a second? Okay, here we go. This is how we do it. RDK. RDK. Yeah. RDK stands boy. for Raw Dog Casher, Raw Dog Casher. is what you call me. Yeah, that's what I call Moshe Kesher. That's what Raw you call Dog. all your comedian friends, Raw Dog Casher, which is very confusing. <laughs> it's very, and they're like, no, but I'm the one. But I'm the guy. I'm, I'm actually the, guy. the casher. Yeah. 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 You've been, you have a baby now. Speaking of, oh, wait, I'll get back to that. Okay. But speaking of Moshe Kashers, yeah. I just got friend requested by the only other Moshe Kasher in the world on Instagram who wants to be my friend. But you know what's crazy about that? Mm. Is 10 years ago, I tried to friend request him on Facebook. He turned me down. Denied? He's Hell like, yeah. I don't want any association. But guess what? You've been doing well these last My profile's grown. <laughs> Your profile <laughs> Now he wants to Now be he wants a little piece of that. <laughs> I had an old dude on Facebook, an old white man named Jeremiah Watkins, a uh, friend requested me years ago. And I was like, yeah, of course. What's he all about? 
I don't know. I haven't really like looked into his life too much. I just saw an old guy, old white guy in a photo and I was like, this could be my future self asking, uh, you know, to a friend request me. So just, he might be checking in on me. Hey, Jeremiah, it's me, Jeremiah. I'm your great, great grand uncle. And I fought for the Confederacy for Jacksonville. <laughs> a word? Yep. I, I, I'm actually very old. I still, I'm alive. Yeah, if you fought for the Confederacy, you're pretty old, uh, right. great, great grandpa Jeremiah. Yeah, I'm 212. You're 212? Yeah, and every day I wake up angry about what happened with that war. Well, yeah, uh, your side, I guess, didn't, you know. Our side, boy. Oh, sorry, our side. Our side. side. Look, at the, look at your skin. What do you mean, my side? I uh, didn't mean to offend you, uh, yeah. Grandpa Watkins. Actually, that's very problematic, honestly. I'm a woke racist. Yeah. How I, is that? I'm trying to cancel all people that aren't racist. <laughs> it's a reverse? Yes, sir. It's a, I think I invented it. So the, the way it works now is even though I'm 212, I listen to I'm a big podcast freak. Okay. Well, what's your, what's your go-to podcast? Love like Legion on? of Skanks. Love it. Love Skankfest. I was there when Louie came on. I was like, hell yes. I was there. You, I know you were there. <laughs> I chose not to say hi. I sat in the back. I said, there's my there's my kin right there. Right, right. I don't like Luis J. Gomez because, you know. Right. I like, I mean, I like his ideas, but I don't like his ethnicity. <laughs> right. Because, you know, it's, it's not. Right. It's nothing personal. It's no. Just, yeah. No. It's just I, like a skin color thing. It's 100% a it's skin color thing. 100% skin color no, thing. No, I'm a, I'm a, I, racism is not about hatred. Well, okay, it is, uh -huh. but it's not about uh, personal hatred. Right. We hate groups. Yeah. Which, you know, I think it's easier to just kind of make blanket statements than to, you know, accept people as individuals. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. This yeah. is how we do it. RDK. What Whoa. the hell just happened? What the I mean, that did sounded... You, Gage, did you just hear that? I didn't like it. It sounded like uh, This Is How We Do It by, um, what was it, uh, Mark Morrison. <laughs> is that who that was? I don't know. I, I, I think I think RDK just like interrupted our conversation with Grandpa like, Watkins. I that was like weird. I don't RDK. I'll you don't? You, Kasher? No, why not? No, oh, because he's yeah, Jewish. Yeah, way worse than any of the other ones. You think Jewish is at the top of your list of hated people? They're, they're the reason we lost the war. The Jews are the reason why you lost the Confederacy? I haven't done the full math, but yeah, I do believe so. Well, now, what Girl makes files, it the Jewish people? Wait, hold on a second. He wants to be associated. They're replaying the entire Did podcast. A loop, I wonder if a loop function got hit on this thing. Gage? Gage? What's he all about? I don't like the first syllable Yo, of Gage's name. I'll tell you that I right now. I don't know now. what's happening right now. Yo, we might have to, to we might have be to right stop back down. for this commercial break. But that's good because I was getting a little nervous about the character I chose to do. I didn't like it and I didn't want to continue to commit to it. Um, this is going to be your last week, your last chance to sign up at monday.com for free get your two-week trial for free take advantage of this opportunity you can save so much time so much energy so much money just go to monday.com they'll help you guys if you don't want to be good at what you're doing at your work at your job then definitely don't go to monday.com because they're just gonna help you know, improve workflow and, you know, you know, not make you stress on so much energy that you're losing and stuff like that. So, you know, if you want to make your life worse, then um, just stay not going to monday.com. But if you want to make your job easier and you want to create an easy workflow for your job and your work and your home and your life and everything, go to monday.com. This platform is suitable for any team, any size team, a lacrosse team, a ping pong team, 
a hiking team, a runner's team, even a work team. It's easy. Ah, inflexible to set up. I just broke my hands. Like I said, I'm an incredible tool. Nope. Like I said, I'm an incredible tool. Like I said, this is an incredible tool. You're going to get so addicted to workflows that you're just going to get hooked on it. And you're going to be like, hey, Phil from accounting, come check out my workflow over here. Hey, hey, Russell, have you seen this tight workflow I'm working with? Go to monday.com slash wonder to get your free trial right now. That's right. I said monday.com slash wonder. It's only good for another month. Use that exact link, monday.com slash wonder. Now go back to enjoying this awesome episode of Jeremiah Wonders with my pal, Moshe Kesher. Other than Legion of Skanks, my other favorite podcast is, and uh, I'm a little embarrassed to admit it, Two Dope Queens. Two Dope Queens? Wait, are you aware of who the hosts I are? I am, I am, but I love that content. They're, they, they're great broadcasters. They do have hashtag good content. They got good content. <laughs> That's right, unlike the, some other podcasts. Some other podcasts who leave hashtag, things recording and stuff like that. Hashtag biggity bag Hashtag biggity bag But, uh, so yeah, those are my two go-tos. Now, when I get old, the older I get, will my voice naturally drop like get that Watkins baritone because oh. I'm kind of you know I'm, I'm a higher pitched man well as you know I'm 212 yeah so when I first when I was a young man in the confederacy I sounded like this with a rebel yell the rebel yell ah that was my rebel yell but then eventually, as I did get older and grow into myself, I found myself slowly deepening and deepening and deepening and deepening until you get what I am right now, which is your great, great, grand uncle. Just all balls. Uh, yeah, my balls are gigantic. Leia, do they, like being 212, they got to be super saggy by this point, right? They are quite saggy, but I come from the time of where technology was uh, wheelbarrow-based. <laughs> And so I, I have a wheelbarrow that I carried them around in with okay. various memorabilia from the war. What other like kind of trinkets did you have from the war? Well, that's I kind got, of interesting. You know? I got my original leg. Okay. Okay, which is largely mummified at just, this point. Just the one leg? Well, they had to saw it off. Right. You know, you I have a peg. I have a peg leg. Okay. So. But in the wheelbarrow is my mummified skin leg. Yeah. Which is what I call it, the skin leg. Mm-hmm. And uh, in fact, at certain times when I was crossing over the Yucatan. And the Yukon, uh, pretty far away from each other. It's really far away from each other. But those were two places where I did get into some right. trouble. Right, you, you know, you get around. Yeah, yeah. I, I love wide places. Yeah. And I did have to just eat a chunk of the, of the, uh, the jerky, the self-jerky. Oh, I thought you were eating a chunk of your own leg. And That's I what I'm saying. Oh, you did? Self-jerky. Self-jerky? Self-jerky. Self-jerky. Me jerky. Yeah, a beefy stick. Watkins yeah. stick. <laughs> Gotta chomp it up. <laughs> anyway, listen, our friend requested you because I just wanted to, uh, the one thing I've noticed about your comedy and I've been following it because I'm a huge Kill Tony fan. Oh, yeah, really? Is that uh, you tend to be this guy who's like positive, mm -hmm. right? A right. lot of the guys you roll with are edgier guys, mm -hmm. but you're like a, po a positive bright light in that community. Okay. You don't do a lot of negative stuff, right? right. Would you say that? I, th I think I could maybe agree with that. I think you need to put a stop to all that. <laughs> you think I need to start going negative? Hardcore. Yeah? Um, eclipse everyone you know. Of, of ha being Any as negative as possible. Absolutely. Throw yeah. comedy out. 
I mean, don't don't worry about being don't worry. funny. Yeah, just worry about being negative and ne- bad and hard on people. Hard, mean. Go mean. Racist. Racist. I just, I just I straight up. I want you to put a special out. Not one joke, but just all. Just hate speech. Hate speech. Call it that. Call it hate speech. Hate speech. Hashtag hate speech. Yeah. Hulu presents <laughs> hate speech. CISO comes back for CISO one final special. <laughs> they can rise from the dead. They're like, yo, we got one more thing to say. It's called hate speech. Anyway, nothing would make me and the ghosts of your ancestors more proud okay. than for you, your first special to be called hate speech and not be funny. Okay, well, I'll think about it. Maybe it'll have a good Hannah Gatsby effect on my career. It could in the very opposite direction. But like with a different following, with the, you know. Probably not the same demographic, although you never know because I'm a huge dope, two dope Queen's head. Yeah. As you know. I know. You, uh, you're, you you're, you know. So it's just a message I wanted to send to you. I got to go. I uh, Honestly, I got uh, Preparation H to slather on if I'm going to make it through the day. Okay. okay. Well, keep being a TDQ fan and, uh, you know, uh, grab that Preparation H because uh, I know uh, hemorrhoids runs rampantly in our family. Big time. The South shall rise again. The rebel yell. <laughs> Who's that? Uh, that was the Jeremiah Watkins who friended me on Facebook. Where did you just go? Oh, I had to. The, I was talking to the guy that offered you, me weed. In the, oh, you're talking to Gino. Yeah, I was oh, out yeah, there yeah. just chopping it Are up. You with collecting Gino. it up. Okay, cool. Yeah. What? Are you good? Are you good? You yeah. seem a little off. No, I just, I just kind of had a strange conversation. Oh yeah. Some strange ideas. Some of them could work, but <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. I don't. Know. I don't know. Some of them. Some I'm considering some, pretty hard right now. Yes. Yeah, so, so. It Some could, of them could are, be a good direction. I'm honestly thinking from you a marketing know, perspective. From a marketing perspective, you know, some of this will draw a crowd. <laughs> <laughs> you a daddy now. I am a daddy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I just left my daughter right now just to come here to you. Dude, thank yeah. you. Respect. That means a lot, man. Yeah, I was more focused on these pants, but uh, yeah. yeah, I'm a dad. Do you like it? I love it. It's cute. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's pure, it's pure cute. Dude, man, it's cute, dog. <laughs> it is just like... Um, I mean, my friend Jacob Siroff said the the most insightful thing about parenting, which is that all the cliches are true. Every mm-hmm. cliche about parenting is the truth. So it's all like it's just not even really worth repeating. It's all like you find yourself in these like loops or you go, oh, I'm like, oh, th- this thing that you would almost make fun of somebody, a parent character for saying like, well, I am feeling that, and, uh. you know, but uh, primarily I would say the the coolest thing about it that I have realized that maybe isn't a cliche is I realized like your kid, you kind of, um, that you don't really make them. They introduce themselves to you very, very slowly. Huh? You know, you always think like, Oh, I'm going to, that's an interesting way to look at it. I'm going to make this person compassionate or funny or dynamic and you can help things along. You could, but like, you can give guidance in certain directions, but yeah, but primarily it, I, you're just like meeting this person that's going to be. I mean, that was what was weird is like when a person moves into your house, they don't really seem that person-y, but they definitely like, you're like, well, this is a human being who is going to be the most important human being in my life. She's just moved in with me for 18 years. That first day, like, oh, this person lives with me for that's now. a long lease. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I have a roommate now for 18 yeah, years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't even know what kind of roommate she's going to be. She might be. She hasn't introduced herself yeah. to me yet. I mean, and then it, you realize, uh, like, also, she's going to be the most important person in my life. And I don't even know her. I don't even know who this is. Yeah. It's just a stranger. That's, that's, yeah, that feels like a lot. It is a lot. Yeah. But it's pretty awesome. But I feel I've heard the rewards are, you know. Big. The rewards are big. It's a, it's a paradigm shift too. You know, I think what I did right, Jeremiah. Do you want kids? Uh, my wife does. She's we're, we're gonna we're <laughs> weird gonna... way to answer that question. <laughs> she will. She wants. Do them. ask me. She wants them now. Ask me. 
Uh, do, uh, do, uh, do, do you want kids, Marshall? Oh, my wife does. Oh, actually, I should do this. I, I do this one. Yeah, yeah. My wife does not me. No, she wants them now. She wants them now, and we're holding off for at least a little bit. Yeah. I think I'm warming up to the idea more and more all the time, but it's just one of those things where it's like I want to be like a little bit more like established. What does she do, your wife? She has a nonprofit where she teaches uh, kids autism. She teaches, she them, teaches them autism? She teaches, them, she teaches kids. She sounds fucking horrible. What a fucking monster. She teaches kids. She's just pumping them full of vaccines. Dude, she's really into the vaccines. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They're all like, we have that vaccine already. Like, she's like, like, people go in very clear-minded, and then she's like, I'm going to give you the tiz. Um, <laughs> she teaches kids on the autism spectrum improv to help their social skills. Oh, that's pretty sweet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's pretty sweet. So that's what she does. What would you rather have, though? Would you rather have autism or be an improviser? <laughs> <laughs> in terms of in terms of suffering, oh. um, you should probably take that out. Oh man, what this world isn't this world? Oh man, this world. How about crazy. this world? Hey, very, hey, where's uh, Jeremiah? Hey, at? Uh, Jeremiah Watkins uh, at the Facebook. Uh, I just want to say I loved that last uh, you know that last riff. That riff was good for me. Where I'm coming from is fire as hell. Fire, 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 fire. Yeah. Um. So yeah, we're gearing up for like down the line. I think you'd be a good dad, Jeremiah. That's what people keep telling me. You got me. a loving spirit. That's what people keep telling me. I don't know. You know, one of the other things that you realize, and maybe you won't deal with this because you're kind of a good person, but uh, you also con- confront this idea that you're like, especially now with phones and how crazy, psychotically addictive phones are, mm-hmm. you confront this idea, which I didn't really anticipate. Is like, oh, am I like a derelict father? Like, am I a bad father? Oh. Every time you're spending like a half hour on your phone, on your phone. Interesting. you know, and not paying attention to your kid, like the nanny will be there or Natasha will be. And I'll be like, I'm just on, I'm just laying around. I'm just scrolling, scrolling, looking yeah, for likes. Yeah. It's like, I got this nascent being in the other room who's yeah. relying on me for information. <laughs> I have this and love. being that's going to worship every yeah. <laughs> word that I say, but I've got to get those. Who likes. I care about, but I'm just like, Oh, yeah. what is, what does some moron in Tallahassee think of my last sure. tweet? Sure. So, but, that, that's, that's I think we're I think we're, we're definitely in an interesting age for that where it's like uh, you know being a good uh, and in a good relationship is a little bit more you have to make I think more of an effort now rather than it was just kind of like yeah of course you do that you know what I mean you of course you do the expectations are a little bit different now. Wait, you're are you saying that in order to be a to engender a good relationship it requires more because it's so easy to just suck yourself into exactly the, because there's so many distractions right, right now that it's like oh no like I constantly I constantly have to make an effort with my relationship and this is like an issue that I have and it's my phone I'm on my phone too much and uh, I'll have we'll have what uh, my wife calls phone diets where she's like can we just have a phone diet how, how do you do it bit? I'll um, get make sure everything that I need to post or whatever is is done and then I'll set it like in the other room we do you know the Jews have a uh, we invented something cool. Uh, it's called uh, the global money machine. Uh-huh. No, it's uh, Shabbat. <laughs> as, as you know, Shabbat is like that's when the Jews take Friday and Saturday off from work. I've, I've been to uh, many uh, Shabbat dinners. So a lot yeah. of a lot of like mo- more modern Jews who aren't necessarily religious are starting to take just the technology portion because you're not allowed to use electricity on Shabbat. Oh, and so okay. just taking Friday and Saturday off from your phone. That's a great idea. I haven't done it yet, but Natasha does it a lot. Yeah. And I, I I'm sure she feels great about she, it. She loves it. Yeah. Anytime 
I can like go on a hike or something and I leave my phone at home, at first it's like you're a little antsy because oh, it's like addictive. A hundred percent. It's habit form. But as soon as you start, you're like, oh, this feels really good to not have to check it. Dude, I had I went to Europe once. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was wait what? And I was sitting in one of those articulated seats, you know, uh-huh. one of the full fold down ones. Yeah, I'm man. trying not to say what I was sitting in first class, that, but I was that first class life. I had a first class. That first class life, that warm nut bowl. Moshe, Moshe, first class cashier. I fly first class very f- infrequently. Fold down seats, warm towels, and all you can eat food. Praying for a comedic peer to walk by into coach. <laughs> Has that happened to you? No, but I wanted but to. You were like Every single class. Like when I'm flying first class, can I see a peer walk past me? I have had the opposite experience though, where I see someone who I consider a peer or below me. I've had to walk past uh, Mark Marin in first class. <laughs> I feel like, if it's somebody that's bigger than you, it feels good. But if it's somebody that's equal to you, or you You're feel like, like oh, wait a minute, yeah. and they're, I'm just like, but I go, I, I'm thrifty. I'll be in the back. I don't care. I literally walked by Mark. I was like, hey, Mark, what's it like up here? <laughs> oh, you said it really loud? <laughs> yeah, I said it like that. <laughs> yeah. He's like, yeah, it's pretty nice. Pretty nice. Yeah. Um, what was I saying? Oh, so I put the seat down, mm-hmm. and it crushed my phone. It was like, and I was leaving Europe for like uh, for like it two crushed. weeks or three. It's just like, it went down, and the mechanism just destroyed it. And I couldn't get a new, I'm not going to get a new phone in no. Europe because no. it's a, the wrong electrical whatever. And I just, Welcome to T-Mobile. <laughs> <laughs> what can we get for you? Welcome. 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 What, what, what was your name? What's it? Moshe, Moshe Cash. Oh. Please hold on one Please second. Send in that line over yeah. there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we've got a phone for oh, you. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah, just keep walking. Yeah, keep walking. There's a phone there. Okay, go through the door. Oh, yeah. Don't you, mind the train tracks. No, no, it's good. It's good. <laughs> it's good. Oh, that's good. Yeah, you'll get your uh, rollover minutes, I promise. Uh, rollover minutes. Into the next life. Yeah, roll- <laughs> um I was Welcome to T Mobile. Yeah, yeah, I just wanted uh uh hey Jeremiah. Yeah. I uh, just wanted to check in. That was a Holocaust joke, right? Yeah, it was. It I was loved it. it. <sighs> loved it. It was just a riff that I did with Moshe because I we were doing the German Jewish thing. I know. Yeah. And I and I know that sometimes you riff something and then you immediately regret it. Mm-hmm. Uh I think that Jewish guy, he felt that way about the uh, the autism uh riff. Oh, I stand by mine. <laughs> right. Well, okay, my point is <laughs> Sometimes you riff something and you just go, "Whoa, that just came out of me." Yo, I want you to focus on inju- like, like making it that, come out. That feeling, yeah, like inducing. Like, no more. Whoa, I can't believe I said that. But like, whoa, like I just say- just no filter. That's how I say it. Okay. Yeah. That's how you become a woke racist. Well, well that's how you. That's how you do it, right yeah, there. Yeah, because you, your eyes are open. And you're like, why am I holding back anymore? I got red pilled in 1872, <laughs> dog. You got red pilled in 1872. Wow. Yeah, I was on 4chan when it was 1chan. Man, I'm, I'm so American. I, I got red, white, and blue pilled. <laughs> I like that. I like, like the sound that? of that. Yeah. It was an innocent joke, which I don't like. Yeah, I'll try to make it edgier. Yeah, I, yeah okay, yeah. you do it like this. Uh, Jeremiah, I'm so American. Mm-hmm. 
I'm how, so American. How, how American? How, oh, how American are you? I got a uh, red, white, and blue pill, and I don't like the Chinese. <laughs> I like the direction this is headed. Okay, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, At yeah, the yeah. end, you just... Okay, you turned a little twist on just it. Just a little extra. Just a little bit of paprika. Just, yeah, it's a little paprika <laughs> if... Well, wait, is well, paprika white let's spice? Let's go salt. Let's go oh, salt. I that's love a white salt. Yeah, that's real nice right that's, there. That's neutral. It's white. Mrs. Dash. Mrs. Dash. Do you know about Mrs. Dash? No, uh-uh. You might be too young for Mrs. Dash. Well, you are 212 years old. That's right. That was the first spice ever invented. Really? Yeah. Mrs. Dash? No, Mrs. Dash was a salt substitute in mm-hmm. the 1980s. Oh, okay. And it was uh, not good. Oh. I'm going to take off, okay? Okay, well, uh, yeah, come back later, man. I'll check in. Okay, cool. Hey, what's up? Hey, why do you keep break. popping out? I, 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 Did you go smoke? With I'm Gina? a cocaine addict. You're a cocaine addict. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. cool. I like that. So I just had to go snort cocaine, and now I'm back. I'm I'm on the cocaine now, okay. and I'm feeling pretty good about that. Okay. Uh, where what were we talking about? Technology shabbats. Technology shabbats. Taking a little time off. Yeah. Hmm. Twenty four hours, no tech. Mm-hmm. Being a daddy. Yeah. You having a kid. Yeah. Hmm. Just all that stuff. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Now. You from the Bay, right? I'm from the Bay. That's where my wife's from. Where's she from? Danville. <laughs> she bougie. <laughs> she got that bougie family. She's very bougie. No, she's not. She's not bougie. I mean, yeah, she is. If she's from Danville, she just I is. I mean. That's like saying she's from Brentwood. She's not bougie. I mean, she her personality isn't. Oh, yeah. But you, you don't have to have the personality. What do you think? <laughs> Whenever uh, I hear the word she's bougie. She's from Danville. She works like, hello, everyone. I'm hello. from Danville. Now announcing <laughs> Jeremiah's wife. <laughs> oh, that's her butler coming yeah, in. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And she identifies as Jeremiah's wife. That's how she's introduced in public. Yeah, well, that's the only way I introduce her. I never say her name. I just say, this is Jeremiah's wife. Have you met Jeremiah's wife? I I always refer to her in the third person. She really likes that. No, no, no. You refer to her in the fourth person. The fourth person, because I'm, yeah. Uh, You're Jeremiah the whole time. So it'd be the fourth person. Have you met... Jeremiah's, Jeremiah's wife. wife? <laughs> I like that idea. Yeah, it's a, it's very regal, and uh, she likes to be treated more like an object than a person. We've kind I of established, that. you know, the territory. Feel, I'm feeling that one. I'm, I'm not here. <laughs> Yo, Jeremiah, I'm not here, but I'm here. old Jeremiah Watkins, you got to go, man. You okay. keep interrupting. You keep endorsing anytime I say something remotely bad or edgy. Oh, my bad, my bad. <laughs> Anyway, Where is it? how is this guy patching into the system of the show here? That's what I don't That's get. You shouldn't have friend requested it. You shouldn't have accepted his friend request. <sighs> All right, okay. Um, I'm gonna do a segment with you right now. It's a brand new segment that okay. uh, I debuted on the last episode. I think we're gonna have a lot of fun with it. It's called Wig. Okay, this is, I think I know where this is going. Oh, stagehand, stagehand, where are you? Bring it in. Oh, is, there, is your wife? Nope. Is that what you call her? Stagehand? <laughs> That's what I call her wife. I call her two things. Jeremiah's wife Jeremiah's or stagehand? Stagehand. Uh, so there's a, an assortment of different wigs in here, okay? I'm going to choose one for you. You're going to choose one for me. And then we're going to we're gonna figure out who these people are with, through each other. Okay, so we're going to put the, char- the wig on the and do a on. character? Yeah. Okay. We're going to find out kind of... We're going to paint the picture and find out who... Okay, I kind of like this. Right? Okay, so there's this like kind of red short one. There's this kind of Wait, mohawk-y one. Right now, what am I supposed to be doing? I'm supposed to be choosing one? Yeah, you're going to choose one. I have to go first? For, uh, I'll choose one for you first. Oh, and then I have to do the character first? No, I'll, I'll put on my wig, too, so we're both in wigs at the same time. And we're the, figuring it, it out together. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Got it. You're going to um, choose for I'm going to choose for you. So, yeah. <laughs> I kind of want to see <laughs> either... Oh, man. I kind of want to see you in this one. Okay. Okay. I think I can... Do this. I think I can figure this out. 
That is a platinum blonde wig okay. for you audio listeners out there. Okay. Yeah, we've <laughs> that got Moshe's putting on. Okay, here we go. Here we go. All right. He's putting it on. He just took his hat off. Oh my god. What goodness. if I had like really done my hair for this segment? Uh, I don't know. Okay. Um Okay. Okay. And now you pick one for me and then we'll figure it out. Um all right, so, let's see. Yeah. This one, more mohawk one. That's like a brown bob. And then there's this long brown-haired wig. Okay, I guess I'll give you this. Hold on. The, okay. max, the max wig. Okay. 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 <clears throat> All right, Moshe's looking smashing. <laughs> yeah, smashable. smashable. It's totally smashable. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay, let's figure out who these people are. Do you are. already know who you're going to be? No. Oh, but we're like doing celebrities? No. Oh. Yeah, we're figuring out who these people are. Okay. Like <laughs> like psychologically? Psychologically, so we know how to to talk as them. Okay. Oh, we'll, we'll figure out our character. We're figuring in real out time. our character in real time. Okay, okay. Okay, so you seem like uh like Maybe uh, somebody who's a little straight edge, but that's wanting a night out that like to kind of prove herself that she can break free. Can I just ask you, Jeremiah, what, just I I like this segment a lot, but I do feel like maybe the setup needs a little bit of like uh, it's brand new. It's I know I, new. I'm not judging it, too, but just so I can you're going to ascribe me a trait and then I'm going to act it out. We're, we're figuring out what we look like together and then we're and then we're, we'll we'll get there. See that right there. I wish I could play it back to you. I wish I did that loop thing again. Because you just said, we'll figure it out. We'll figure out what we look like, and then we'll get there. Yeah. Does that feel like if I said that to you, you would know what to do? Yeah, I think so. Damn. All right. Okay. Okay. Uh, you, you you look... By you telling me what I look like, I'm I'm internalizing what this character might be. Okay. And then that's who we're going to become. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I got you. Okay. I, got, I think I got you. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Okay. You, you, you look like a guy... Who spent a lot of time on uh, international dating sites hoping for uh, a long-term partner. Okay. Yeah. Great. Um, I think that uh, you and I are meeting up uh, on Bumble for the first time. Okay. Because okay. you selected me. Right. You know? And then I was like, yeah. Great. Great. Because, okay, I selected you. Wait, should I not say things about myself? I no, I'll do it. Yeah. I selected you because I thought your hairstyle was like kind of rocking, and you'd give me the kind of the like experience on the edge. Yeah, that I want that edge that and you're you looking for. Are excited because you're you're unbelievably horny. <laughs> okay, and you're trying to like get to the. You're trying to fuck. Get to it, like like, like you're like, not trying to like no filter. You're like, on just Bumble, going for it. But I selected you. Yeah, you, yeah, but you selected you, me. You, for some reason, you went to Bumble, the site where women have to select the men, yeah. to try to get quick and easy sex. Uh-huh. Okay, that's what I think. Okay, great. And I think that you are kind of like uh, kind of like a, a sweet, like kind of mousy kind of girl, but is wanting to break out from her shell, you know? Okay, okay. <laughs> okay, okay. I want to find a, a correct the correct kind of voice for this. But, uh, uh Okay. I don't know how to find it, but I want to find like you know a nice lady. A lady? But Let me try to find it. Totally, totally alien. That's probably not it. 
Okay. So, wait, keep telling me about myself. Okay. I, I think that uh, you were one of those uh, girls who were valedictorians in your high school. Okay. And uh, you're a tryhard. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You're, you're trying to overcompensate for your lack of social skills. You're a little socially awkward. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Hello. 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 No, that's not it. Hey, you want me hey, to look Jer- for something? Yeah, yeah Jeremiah's me. Oh, straight <laughs> uncle. He keeps coming back. It's crazy. Um. Now, how would you rate this podcast so far? So far, it's pretty fun. In terms of Jeremiah Wonders, this. It's just good. We're building momentum. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like a, a, a low score. <laughs> what, if I was, what if I was like, it's like a two, man. It's a two, but it's a two out of five. Yeah. I might have Gage cut some of this stuff because I am searching. I think we're going <laughs> to have to cut some of this stuff because I'm, I'm searching pretty hard for Okay, I'll what, do it. Let's do it. No, no effects. One second. My favorite. If you want, I'm just looking for... There we go. I was looking for all so I could, yeah, do this. Try that one. Hello? Hello? Okay, I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that one's great. All right, and let's get back into this. Click. Hey, what's up? Hey. What's your name? (sighs) What's that noise? How do you make the noise thing on Bumble? Uh, we mashed. Uh, we met. We met. Yeah. Yeah. You picked you. Uh, I really like your hair. You picked it. <laughs> oh, thanks. Yeah. You picked this beef. Yeah. What? You. Sorry. Uh, I'm vegan. Oh. Uh. You picked this cashew. Oh yeah, yeah. I love. I freaking love cashew cheese. Yeah. Yeah. It's like kind of my. Are you okay? Yeah. No. I'm gonna. Oh, I'm gonna milk you later, and it's make some cashew milk out of. I don't. You're gonna milk your me? Tits, yeah. Well, hey, um Oh I'm, sorry. I mean I don't mean to listen, I have these two tickets to a band, a pretty edgy band called yeah. Iron Maiden. Okay. And Is it this Saturday? Yeah, it's this Saturday. Are you going? Are you asking me or the guy that was here earlier? Oh no, I'm asking you. Well, I was gonna go and I'm kinda curious to know if you have plans on Saturday. Uh you know, um I was gonna be opening for Iron Maiden, but I guess I'll go no see them. No way. You're yeah. you're a musician? Uh, sometimes. That's really cool. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I played fourth violin in my school choir. Did you really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's like I, I play one of the longer violins. It's called a violin. A violin. Wow. Violin, yeah. Wow, I've never gotten with nerd pussy before. This is Excuse crazy. me. I'm sorry. I meant uh Wow, you're uh, so forward. You're, you're very uh <laughs> you're very uh clinical. There's something really cool about the, how <sighs> forward you are though, and I know you're kidding, right? <laughs> you're funny. Yeah, you are. You I am? Yeah. You think I'm funny? Yeah, your titties are on flip. Wait, too. wait, you're doing the thing again. Oh, wait, sorry. I just oh, you're really bad. Yeah, I'm a bad boy. Yeah, oh I love bad boys. You do like I bad never boys? met one, but I, I saw the oh, lost. Nice boys. to meet you. Oh I would shake your hand, but we're on an app. Yeah. Uh, I'll shake your hand. Okay, whoa, virtual handshake. <laughs> whoa, cool. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, yeah. have you, can I ask you, have you ever read any Tucker Max? Oh, Tucker Max. Yeah, it's uh, one of the, uh, it's I like hope they my, drink beer in hell and stuff like that. Oh, I thought it was like a trans magazine. Do you know who Dennis Prager is? Oh, uh, yeah, of course. He's the guy who invented Pringles. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. He's the guy that's on the, he's on the box uh-huh. with the mustache. I want to get inside your box. Oh, what? 
Yeah, mustache rise. What? Wait, you want to ride my mustache? Yeah. Wait, you, you wait. Do you have a mustache? I could. I, wait. Why would I want you to grow it? I'm it's kind of kinky. What do you mean? I don't I, know. You don't like. You don't like uh, people with mustaches. Wait, 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 wait. Hey, what's wait. up, bro? Whoa, what's this dick Hi, this that you just Chris, hit me? My name is Jeremiah Watkins Senior, <laughs> and you're on to catch a predator. Wait, wait. That girl this, was four years old. This is just. Wait, this is Bumble. How did she get on on Bumble? I I stopped Bumble. She selected me, so this is entrapment. Yeah, well, that's not. Legal, it's not legally applicable here. There are no Miranda rights in 1812. We're in 1812. You took me back to 1812. You went back in time, bitch. Just so you could yep. call me a child molester. But back good in 1812? news. What? It's 1812. So there are no statutory rape laws in 1812. You're all good, dog. Praise emoji signs. I'm trying to get back. <laughs> Trying to get back to the little voice from before, but I'm having a tough time. At any rate. At any rate. There you go. Oh, here we go. Hi, it's me. Oh, you're back. That was my dad. Sorry. He's such a square. Oh, okay. Yeah. That was my father. That was your father? Yeah. Jeremiah Watkins Sr. Uh-huh. Wow. Okay. Uh, well. What happened to your voice? Dude, I, you took me out of it for a oh, second. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Yeah, that's my dad. What's your name? Your anyway? dad threw me off. Oh, no, he's just silly. What's your name? Do Dylan. Do Dylan? Do Dylan. Do oh, it's like hip hop? Yeah, Do Dylan. Do Dash Dylan. That's cool. Yeah, well, I told you I'm in a band. Oh, uh, what kind of music do you guys play? Uh, reggae hip hop. I love that. Can you give me an example? Do you have a Prius? Seriously? Yeah. That's such a bad boy car. Yeah, it is. I put truck nuts on my Prius. Ah, oh, that's such a classic bad boy car. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Do you, ever, do you have room in the back seat? <laughs> do you have room in your back seat? You mean in my... What in do you mean? In your front seat? I know. In your... Is your pussy carpool accessible? Because I, I want to get in your lanes. I, Do you have an HOV lane? Yeah, I love like Jay-Z. I'd like to POV your HOV. You'd like to point of view my high occupancy vehicle? <laughs> yeah. Okay. I think I know what you mean. Okay, good. Are you, Do I have to have sex with your whole band? Yeah. Oh, this is okay. 1812. Welcome back to 1812. Oh, so what kind of music do you guys do? Oh, well, more like just trumpet section and right. getting shot in war. Traditional, traditional. Like yeah, that. we have a little drummer boy that we've replaced 19 <laughs> times. That's so cool. Yeah, it's pretty dope. I love little drummer boys. Actually, when I was fourth violin, mm -hmm. there was a little drummer boy in that class was too. Was it really? He didn't have hands. It was really tragic. Wow, how did he play? He just with his teeth. Just with his teeth? Yeah, he would just bite the he would bite the drum. He just, uh, and it was really, it was really an inspirational story, but it did keep us out from going to nationals. Oh, okay, that's unfortunate. Anyway, um, I was think. Listen, this is Bumble. I know it's weird. I I matched with you, but if you want to ask me out, I'm open. Yeah. Do you want to go out? Mm, well, I don't know. I don't really know you that well. Oh, we'll have sex. What? At what point? Right after dinner. Listen, I um. You asked me, remember this. I know, I'm sorry. Commit. I'm a virgin. Be a slut. I'm what? A, I'm a virgin, but I'm a big virgin. You, what is a big virgin? It's called a virgin. It's What's like the a violin. Virgin? Oh, it's a violin? It's a, Well, remember how the big violin was a violin? Yeah. This is the same concept. It's the same concept, but smashing words together? I just got really, really thick hymen. 
So you're saying that so I could I've, probably not even penetrate. What I'm saying is technically I've had sex with a lot of guys, but, but I'm still But you still a haven't broken the hymen because you're a virgin. I still haven't broken it. So, so your cherry hasn't been popped, but guess what? What's uh, up? Today is Sunday. <laughs> I'm look, oh, I love Sunday. Well, I'm looking for a, a man with a with a very very long, very thin penis. Oh, dude, you're in luck because Do Dylan is your guy. How long is it? Oh, dude, nine inches, and then guess what? How thin in is diameter, it? diameter, half an inch. Wow. Yeah. Oh, so it's like you a remember, pipe cleaner. Yeah, you remember rolling those clay as a kid, of like as, like those long snakes. Does it have Play-Doh? the same consistency? Oh yeah, it's gonna mush in your tush. So sometimes. Oh, so we're you know, see. I don't we're have a hymen with in anal. my. Well, why would that connect to my hymen problem? I don't know how female bodies work. Well, I'll tell you your first lesson, buddy boy. What? They're not in the butthole. Okay, well, guess what? Every girl that I've hooked up has had hymen in her butthole. Okay, that just probably means you're doing anal sex wrong. It's not a hymen. Okay, well, I don't know what to tell you. Okay, well, I know what to tell you. What? I'll pick you up at 7, I guess. Yeah, sounds good. That's great. Have you ever been to Bossa Nova? Yeah, I love Bossa Nova. I love Brazilian food. I know a chef there. Oh, you know the chef at Bossa Nova? Yeah, his name's Ross. Uh, I love Ross from Friends. Yeah, he I works love, there now. Oh, I love Friends. David Schwimmer works at Bossa Nova oh, now. I love David Schwimmer because yeah. he, he represented O.J. Simpson. Yep, yes, he did. I love O.J. Simpson. Yeah, me too. I'm, yeah. I love all the things he did. Do you follow him on Twitter? Uh, I don't actually use Twitter because that's kind of for like older people. Oh, really? But Are I you fo- on Snapchat or TikTok? I follow him on TikTok. Oh, nice. And he's got the best TikTok. OJ has the best TikToks. Did you see the one with the knife that's just replaying <laughs> over and over? <laughs> the juice really is loose. And guess what else, Do, Do Dylan? You're loose? The juice in my caboose is loose. Yeah. So I'm actually open to the anal thing. If okay, you really cool. Think we'll start with anal. That your and then we'll, penis. We'll, we'll go down Vag Road and then we'll see what's up from there. Okay, this cool. This is pretty awesome. And then would you take me to Iron Maiden? Yeah, absolutely. After that, that's going to be- Two tickets and general pop. Two tickets to paradise. Yeah. Well, okay, so here's the other thing. Yeah. If I do sleep with you, you're mm-hmm. my boyfriend straight up. Okay, yeah. Are you open to that? Yeah, of course. Commitment. Okay, cool. No, I'm saying full commitment. You have to give me your uh, PIN code and stuff to your ATM before we do the deed so that if you decide that you've lost interest, I have some financial uh, Security? capability. Yeah, capability. That sounds like you're holding a lot over my head right now. Well, I'm, I'm about to put a lot over your face right now. Whoa, okay, I'm in. You're in. My digits are 5134. Okay, 5134. That's my PIN code to what my debit bank? card. Chase. That's his real pin code, folks. So if anybody wants to rob <laughs> Jeremiah Watkins, feel free. <laughs> that felt like the end. I think for the, I think that's the end. <laughs> also, my head is hot. Oh yeah, it got it gets hot under these wigs. Whoa, yeah, dude, this feels good, man. This is truly one of the highlights of my day. Of just the day? Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I haven't done very much. <laughs> I mean, I'm hoping it's a highlight of the day. <laughs> That's really this low stakes. Truly one of the highlights of uh, my hour. To be honest, this might be the highlight of this window in the afternoon. No, right of now. this particular time, this is the highlight of this podcast so far. It's Talking fun. about highlights. It's pretty fun. Highlights on highlights. Uh, let's get into this next segment. It's called Fanning Out. Okay. Fanning Out. Questions from fans. And I need some questions here. Here we go. Yeah. Okay, here we go. All right. So this first one comes from Instagram. And this yeah. is from Nasty Neil on Instagram. Seems like a nice guy. Um, He he needs to give us, Motion needs to give us an exact number. How many people has he slept with? Stop beating around the bush, Casher. We need to know the truth. The truth is, like, at a certain, I, I have a thought about this. 
that that women want to know want to be able to count how many lovers they've had on two hands. Yeah. And men want to forget how many. Mm-hmm. They want to be able to say, I, there's no way to quantify. There's no way to know. Right. And honestly, I don't know. I, I could guess. But how would I know the exact number? What, let, let's shoot a guess. 300. RDK? For real? But, yeah. Raw dog, cash your kids it in. Very, very little of it was raw dog. I was very careful. Yeah? Yeah, man. I'm a hypochondriac, or as it's more commonly known, a Jew. So I had to be careful. Uh, we have to use the condoms. Uh, over 300. Over <laughs> 300. But, uh, yeah, I don't remember, for God's sakes. How, do you know? Yeah. How many? You, yours is probably small because you're like a nice guy. One is the loneliest no, number is that you'll ever Is it really? Yep. For real? For real, for real. Wait, do you not want to, you're like looking at the cards like you want to change the subject. No, no, for real. 100%. <laughs> Wait, so your wife was your first? Yep. Well, it wasn't after you got married. No, it was before. <laughs> you got to get that test drive, dog. Come on, what you talking Wait, about? Wait, that's crazy. Do you ever, um, like you're super in love and you're married and stuff yeah. like that, but do you ever feel like um, that like that is a thing that, I mean, do you have a thing that tells you like, oh, I wish I had done more? Well, the way I look at it is how, where I'm at with, because, so I'm, I'm a, I'm a weird case where I haven't done any drug and I haven't drank before either. Okay. So the way I look at it is very much an ignorance is bliss approach. I do, I do understand that. That's the way I look at it because I feel like if I, you know, if for whatever reason, if my wife and I like took a break or whatever and right. we're like, yeah, go experiment. Sure. I think that'd be the end of everything. Right. Because right. it's like, I have no concept of what it's like to be with another person, like sexually, intimately like that. And it's not like it's bad. It's like, this is sex. This yeah. is good. It's great. So, so it's like, you're not yeah. going to be like, but I, I do hear that. That's really interesting. Yeah. So no, so you're saying from a, uh, a, a, a cost benefit uh, perspective mm-hmm. no you don't wish that you had tr- that you had slept with a few more women and then found your wife i think it would be more invoking more question than anything had i had a lot more even if i had a couple right you know here or there i don't know because no, i'd rather just i'm an extremist by nature with everything i do so if i would have had sex only with like a couple women before i got married i think that that would have ignited something in me more curiosity than would have been beneficial when I got married. Did you hook up with girls? Just Not like really. kissed, yeah. Okay, let me ask you a really personal question. Yeah. You can say pass if you don't okay. want to answer. Okay. Uh, when your wife's out of town or yeah. something, yeah. no sex, not sex time. Right, right. And you don't have an internet. Uh, you're not. Do you watch porn? I mean, I don't like to, but yes. I want to get back to that. Yeah. But let's say, but there's no porn available, okay? Okay, okay. And you are horny. I try not to look at porn, but, you know, it just happens. I hear that. Yeah. Okay. So, but it's all, like, hardcore gay gangbang porn. Yeah, totally, dude. Right, it just happens. I mean, no, it just happens. If you, so you have to master, you want to masturbate. Mm-hmm. No porn, no wife. Yeah. So no, no sex, no porn. What do you think about? Uh, the thing, I can't answer that question because the, <laughs> that would get me in trouble. Okay, gotcha. Pass. That, it's yeah. a pass. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That would, yeah. Okay. Cool. 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 I mean, but there's spank bank material. Okay. All right. All right. I, mean, I just was like wondering, like, I mean, I guess it's, it, it seemed, yeah. All right. We'll change Cause the subject. W- Cause what I'll say is like, I think that, you know, obviously my, I think at least my wife like has material in her you know, bank where it's like, it's not me all the time. Like fantasies, you're I saying. Th- yeah. Right, right, yeah. right. So 
I think it's kind of that. Oh, fan- I get what you're saying. Oh, fantasy. That's so interesting because honestly, one of the things about having slept with been promiscuous mm-hmm. is I I never I don't think I I it's been years since I've had a f- fantasy jerk. Ah. Uh. I mean, I mean, like decades. An, yeah, using your imagination, kind of thing. I just there, it, it doesn't turn well, that, me on well, that, because I have a, ro- I have a Rolodex of memories. Oh, okay. and so I just go to the ones that were like hot. Yeah, you know what's, I'll tell you something weird about having slept with a lot of people. Okay, when I go through the Rolodex, and I don't think I'm alone in this, but it's something that you might not know about. Mm-hmm. I don't select, almost never, do I select the hot, the like the most beautiful people I was with. Yeah, it's not like oh, she was so beautiful and hot. It's right. like. In fact, sometimes quite the opposite. And it's only specific lovers. Yeah. Lover. I say lovers. That's right. the thing that I say because it's like I'm kind of a cool guy. But uh, uh, if you can tell by my camo pants, I am very hip. Uh, so uh, it will be specific people. Like, Interesting. And, and over and over again that I will think of when I do that. Yeah. Isn't that, isn't that weird? And they're often, I would say, on the low tier. Really? Yeah. That is interesting. Especially then, since your numbers are so high. And then sometimes I'll see them, the people, mm-hmm. rarely. But sometimes I'll see one of the people from the from the thing. Yeah. And that's a weird thing to me. Like, because they don't know. Oh, yeah. You know, I'm friends with some people that I used to sleep with or whatever. And I'll think to myself, like, oh, I see you, like, four All times a month. I just saw you on, on TiVo. I just saw you. <laughs> yeah, I saw Mocha TiVo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but they're still in my life. I'm like, hey. But then I'm thinking, like, hmm. Yo, I was just going mad. I, you always want to say something. You know, like, when you have a dream about someone? And you oh go, yeah, oh, I had a dream about you. Yeah, but if it, like I always feel like if a woman tells you that, that what that means is like I want to hook up with you. Actually, that's how I first opened the door to romance with Natasha. She had a dream about you. I had a dream about her. Oh, and, and you I told t- her. I told her, but it's just like such an obvious come on. But I actually did a thing where I I obscured it a bit, where I was mm-hmm. like, I had a dream about her, and then I also had a dream about Whoopi Goldberg. But then I told her, oh, I had a dream that you, me, and Whoopi Goldberg were hanging out. But that wasn't true. You kind of melded it I together. I melded it because I didn't want yeah, to be too thirsty. Yeah, you didn't want to be this one-on-one. Yeah, yeah just yeah. like a little too much. Like, this like, guy's weird. He's dreaming about yeah, me. Isn't it funny, though? But it's funny. Whoop, you, Whoopi, yeah. we're in The View. Yeah, it's crazy. It's just The View we're the, here, we're baby. We're panel show. It's wild. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's yeah. funny. Uh, every, I hope every question will be that long of an answer, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay, great. <laughs> this will be a four-hour podcast. Uh, yeah, right. Uh I don't know what this means, but it says uh, at Thorn Axes on Twitter. Ask him about his theory on the five questions. Do you know what that means? I don't know. Can we Google it? Yeah, I don't. He. It sounds like he's referencing something sounds, I've said before. That's what it sounds like. The five questions. Uh, maybe it's something that you said on a pod. That sometimes happens where if somebody's a, a fan of people, they. Uh, it's some dumb bullshit I riffed. The five questions. Yeah, I'm not really sure what that is. The five questions. The five W's? What, where, when, why, and how? Ask him about his theory on the five questions. Yeah, I don't... I, I don't understand. I re- Now I really want to know. Well, well... Okay, well, I can't help you, but... Yeah. Uh, That's an interesting question, though. I don't know. Uh, oh, okay, this is an interesting one. It's from Twitter, at Jesus underscore SD. Since your podcast involves a lot of people calling in, yeah. uh, before cell phones and FaceTime apps, how did Moshe communicate with his mom, who's deaf, when he couldn't use ASL? That's a really good, uh, a really good question. Yeah. Uh, actually, since we're talking about the negative of the of the internet, I will mm-hmm. say that one of the huge positives of the internet is uh, is that I'm able to communicate with my mom on such a such a more easy. Oh, and, uh, the FaceTime for you must be Facetime's so much better. Huge. Growing up, I had, um, I had the. 
it, like my door, but we were very poor growing up mm-hmm. and we had a, like a long house, <laughs> kind of like your dick. Yeah. And there was like the doorbell to the actual bell was very long and it broke one day and we just couldn't fix it because it was too expensive. Yeah. So I just didn't have a fucking, and the doorbell would connect to a f- series of flashing lights. Oh, okay. My parents were deaf. We didn't mention that, did we? Yeah, my we just need to mention that. Briefly. Yeah, my yeah. parents were, de- yeah. were both deaf. So it would have. that's how deaf people back in the day, the, the lights would flash lights in the would house. Flash. But then that cord broke and we couldn't afford to fix it. And I just grew up no doorbell. And so if I locked myself out of the house or my mom was gone, I, like I had nothing, I had no way to communicate oh, with her. Oh, wow. And if she was out and about, I could never communicate with her. But the way that I would call my mother is that I would have to, I'm about to dip, I'm about to dip into material. You ready? Go forward, dog. The way I would call my mom is my mom would have to use, uh, she would have to type a message on a computer. She had like a, it was a proto, uh, like modem. It was, it was actually a modem where you mm-hmm. take the phone, you put it on top of this little computer and it would, you could call people through that. And it was a little keyboard. Ah. So my mom would actually, to call me, would actually put the phone on the thing. She would type a message on a computer. The message would go to an operator. The operator would call me and that's whose voice I would hear on the telephone. And that made for some, can you tell this is material? And that made for some awkward conversations. Oh, my goodness. That's great. Phone would ring. I'd be like, I'd be like ring. Hello. Hello, my son. Oh, hold on. Hello. Hello, my son. <laughs> God? No, no. It's your mama calling. How are you, my beautiful boy? Uh, Mom, are you a black dude? And she was. My mom was a black dude, which was weird for me. At any rate, that is how I would call. I would have to call over those. uh, So she would just basically, it would just be one long message that your mom would type up. No, there was a whole system. The people that is pretty much defunct at this point, but all deaf people who are of a certain age would know about it. Mm -hmm. So it was a system where you would call. And even if you were just talking to it. How would you, how would she get the message back to her? The, the person, the operator had a, a, also a similar device that would type what I was saying. And send and type, it to her. And send it to her. And it, would it print up or would so it? So it was like a little, a teeny, digital it was monitor. a teeny little computer. Okay. But it wasn't really a computer. It was just for this one function. And it was a keyboard and a really small teletype screen. Almost where, like a word processor or pager kind of thing. Yes. And the, okay. the, the, the text would go by, but the way that you would have to figure out how to stop you couldn't have a normal conversation because it, interruption couldn't happen. So you would type your message and then you would write at the end of your message GA, which is go ahead. Okay. And then uh, that would signal that the next person could start typing. Because sometimes I would just type on the, I would just type, if I wanted to call my dad from my house who was living in New York, I would, mm-hmm. I would be the one typing directly to him. There yeah. was no operator involved. So it would be like, oh, hey, dad, I miss you very much, GA. And then he would type back, oh, I miss you very much as well, GA. And I'd be like, can I borrow $5,000? I'm in some trouble with the mob, GA. And then I would never hear from him again. But uh, the way that you would end the conversation is it would be SK, 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 which is stop keying. Wow. Old school. It was yeah. like it was like very... It's, it's its own Morse code kind of thing. Yeah, it was like it was ancient technology. And then finally came webcams and texting, and the sidekick was huge. Remember the sidekick? Oh, I had one. Yeah, the T-Mobile yeah. sidekick. All the deaf people had them. So you could text text each other, and like slowly, slowly, but surely, like now I can just call my mom. And That's like, great. It's, and then sign, and it's yeah. Com- it's just completely changed everything. How old were you when you learned how to sign? I was like a baby, like an infant. Mm-hmm. Before I could talk, I could sign. Wow. So That's I'm, super cool. Yeah, because yeah. babies' uh, language processors uh, uh, develop... Less fa- or their their ver- their vocal cords develop less fast than their uh their you know and be their little 
hands or whatever. Yeah, so even can, with like monkeys and stuff, they can learn to sign. You like, saying deaf people are monkeys? No, nah, I'm not saying that. You kind of are. I mean, yo, I like that last thing you just said. <laughs> I was just gonna say, where's your where's yo, your Jeremiah Walker senior? Oh here, shit, man. we got I love that you just call deaf people monkeys. <laughs> I love. On I gotta say, I like that. I, very say I like that a lot, man. I, I, it, it, to be honest, to be honest. To be honest, that's an angle that even I never considered. You know, I never thought I use that in your little skit. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, you should put that in your sketch. Put that in your sketch. Oh, that's a good idea. I like that angle. I do have to say, uh, no joke, one of my favorite sketches that I've seen in the last 10 years is your Portlandia sketch with you signing. So that's an interesting story. Thank you. And it's probably because of me, right? Yeah. So it's it actually is because of me. The reason that sketch exists is because I was working on Zoolander mm-hmm. uh, and Fred Armisen was in it, uh, Zoolander 2. And um, he was in it and we were uh, talking about, I was doing like punch up and uh, yeah. and he was like one of the villains or something like that. And we were talking about sign language and we were talking about this movie, actually this Czech movie uh, that is, uh, which I still haven't seen actually, but it's a Czech movie. You, got, you should check it out. It's called... Uh, it's I, fuck. I wish I knew the name. At any rate, it's a it's a movie made by deaf people. It's all deaf cast, and there's no subtitles, no subtitles for you, no subtitles for the Czech people. It's just in sign language, and it's a two hour movie. And apparently, it's good. I want to see it. Yeah. But uh, I'll find the name. And I was telling him about that, and then I was telling him about my parents that my parents were deaf, and that I grew up signing and stuff like that. And he got really kind of fascinated by the by that idea, uh, you know. And he was like, I six months later he called me and was like uh, we're doing the sketch in, in sign language will you come up and be in it and i came up and he had learned um he had learned sign language not i mean he doesn't know sign language but the degree but it, to which but a he, lot of terms and stuff and also like he was kind of a believable signer he didn't he didn't sign like a deaf person like i would have been able to tell probably he wasn't deaf but he definitely didn't sign like a guy that had learned it six months ago for a sketch it yeah. was like I, so I thought that was he committed hard to it. Yeah. The other thing I really like about that sketch was it was a sketch clearly that he had already written in English, and he just translated it into sign language. So it was kind of cool because Portlandia is such a random show mm-hmm. that it wasn't a sh- it wasn't a, a sign language sketch about deafness at all. It had nothing to do with being deaf. No. It was a, it was about iPhone charges. That's what I liked about it. Yeah. Is it was like it was just taking it was just a fish out of water complete experience where it's just like it's about a very mundane thing but it heightened it so much yes by everybody signing it yeah in exactly and it made it made it more interesting to me because everything i've ever seen and it's changing i can't find the name of this movie and it's changing slowly but everything i've ever seen that had deaf people in it was like all about these like Della Reese touched by an angel type shows where it's like, oh, this poor deaf gal comes from behind. It's like, you know, the blind spot or something. And this was just like just a random piece of comedy. Yeah. Which I liked. I loved it. Um, I Here's this next one. Uh, this one comes from... This is from at Zelda Hunk. Bo- uh, fan of both of you guys. Um, about to hit my second year of stand-up. Any advice from either of you? Yeah. Hold up. Let me see if I can do this. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think you should quit, dog. You need to quit now. Yo, Get out. Yeah, it's a cesspool right it's, now. It's not good, man. Yeah. Comedy's under attack right now. Yeah. You can't say anything. Yeah, man. Like You got to get out while the getting's good. Yeah, get out while, the, while the, the ham's hot. Yeah. That's what we used to say in the Civil War times. In 1812. Get out while the ham's hot. Uh-huh. Don't commit to stand-up, baby. They haven't even invented it yet. Uh, what do you tell people who are new to comedy that ask you for advice? I always say the same thing. I always say the same thing, too. What do you say? 
I always just say get up as as much as you can, but and also feel you have the freedom to experiment right now. So do that. You don't have eyes on you. Right. Experiment, experiment, experiment as much as you can to to find your voice and and do unique things on stage because you never know what path that could lead you. I say the same thing, which is quit. Don't yeah, do it. Don't do like, it. Don't do it. The system is clogged. But dog. I'm serious. I say to people, don't do it because it's not worth it. It's not. It's not good. It's not a good lifestyle. It's not a good modality. It's not a good way to look at the world. It's not a good thing to be involved in. Just don't do it. It's not worth the headache. But if you're going to do if it, if you can't not do it, yeah, 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 then you're then Jeremiah's advice. Basically, okay. I really do tell people like just don't don't, don't bother unless it's a hobby and you want to get up to like right. as a Toastmasters hobby. Like it takes so much commitment and so much like atrophying of your regular life that like. It's it should only be for people that are incapable of not doing it. And right. if you're incapable of not doing it, then there's only one piece of advice anyone can give you, which is get on stage as much as you possibly can and figure out there's this old story um uh, uh about uh, a guy went to D- Michelangelo, not yeah. the Ninja Turtle, the artist, and he said uh he looked at David. He's like, "I can't believe how beautiful David is," right? Uh you know, and how did you make something so beautiful? It's so perfect. And he said, "Oh, it's simple." I just got a big piece of marble, and I just started chipping away all the parts that weren't David, right? And to me, that's what the first, like, three years of stand-up is, is you get on stage, your big lumbering piece of marble, and you just chip away all the parts of you that aren't your persona. Like, I always feel like personas don't really, aren't really chosen. I guess some are, but most of the time, I think personas are discovered, much like having a kid. Right, is like you have this kid and you d- you discover who they are rather than make who they are. Yeah, it's the same thing. I feel like with a stand-up persona, it's like you just get on stage and you work and work and work and work and tell the worst, edgiest, stupidest, like lamest jokes, and then you're like, oh, that one's actually a little better. And then you, it's like finally after a few years, you're like, oh, this is who I am on mm-hmm. stage. This is so. That's my advice. No, that's great. Yeah, that works perfectly. Uh, this one's from Instagram at shake it underscore uh, sugar eighty two. Uh, I grew up with one deaf parent, and the deaf world is different than the hearing world in my experience. Does the deaf community get your humor, and do your parents get it? Um, that's a really good question. Uh, it's so true that hum- deaf humor is so different than uh, than hearing humor. And like it's hard with stand-up, especially because I've had a lot of deaf people over the years come to my shows with an interpreter. You, yeah, I was just about to ask if at some of your shows if, if there's like an interpreter at the, at the corner of the so, stage. Sometimes when I when I go to a certain community with a big deaf community, they'll know that my parents are deaf and they'll like get a, uh, an interpreter and a big group of them will come. And they all seem to have a great time. But I always wonder like how it's so difficult because stand-up is so language-based. Mm-hmm. It's so like turn-of-phrase-based. It's so like... Yeah, a lot of wordplay, a lot of wordplay. Like, I mean, I tell stories. Mm-hmm. So stories... Even if you don't get the uh, the punchline within the story, which is language based, like maybe you'll get the story itself is funny. Uh, but I do always wonder about that. Like when I was an interpreter, I was an interpreter for a long time. Really? Uh, before, before I was a stand up, that was my my day job. And uh, people would, when I started doing stand up, those comedy clubs, when I was like a new comedian, would call me when somebody would call for an interpreter. And they'd be like, oh, will you come interpret because you're a comic and you, and you are get, an yeah. interpreter? And I would always say, hell no, I would never do that because I'm going to ruin somebody's night. Like, I just feel like, how could I, I don't know how I would do it. Maybe I just wasn't a good enough interpreter. Yeah. But it just felt like, how would I, how would I interpret the turn of phrase that makes this funny? Yeah. You have to go so fast too. I mean, that's one thing to do at a comedy. What was the weirdest place that you were an interpreter at? Um, I got some good, I got a few good stories. There's a, there's a, um, 
Well, there's a rule in sign language interpreting, uh, which is like kind of like the uh, Star Trek um, rule of uh, the Prime Directive, which is like don't in- don't interfere, right? Mm-hmm. You, you never, as an interpreter, ever like get yourself involved, right? So if you're if you're being rude to a deaf person, it's I never am t- t- going to try to like soften what you're saying. Because then they're not getting the real communication. Oh, right? so you are really just, with the exact intensity. Exactly. You're just a vessel. I'm That's the conduit. And yeah. so much so that one of the big taboos of interpreting is to say, uh, he said, she said, right? Because I'm just, I'm not even there. I'm just a... You're I'm, blank slate. You are just the wavelength the conduit, that is being... Yeah. linguistic conduit. Uh-huh. So if you say, tell her, I would... Already. Re- I would yeah. redirect you. Right when I was an interpreter, you say, "Oh, well, tell her." Um, uh, uh, we don't usually have interpreters at this comedy club. Whatever. Yeah. I would just say, "Oh no, you you tell her. I'll just interpret it for you." And then you would go, "Oh oh," and I would sort of like start to slowly redirect you to how to communicate with the person. Right. right? And that way, they're directing their communication at the person rather exactly. than through like uh, I, like uh, tell yeah exactly. That's what you're saying. Yeah. So oh, and so you never say uh, he said. Oh, he's saying. Um, but he really wants an interpreter at this comedy mm-hmm. club. You just say, but I really want an interpreter at this comedy club. I would say it from first person, always, right? Except if I'm talking to your wife. Then I would say, but Jeremiah's wife really wants an interpreter <laughs> right. at this club. But uh, So that's one of the big rules. Always first person, always, uh, you never say, oh, he's saying he wants an interpreter, okay? Yeah. So I was working, uh, out, speaking of webcams, my last job, once webcams got invented, that that operator who I mentioned earlier, who used to be a random person, it could have been you, who had been trained how to use the Morse code system, right? Because mm-hmm. all it took was the ability to type and read, right? Yeah. Slowly started to get uh, traded out for people who were interpreters on webcams, so that the conversation could happen much more fluidly, right? Now you could in- now you could interrupt me, right? Because when it's a webcam, you wouldn't see the webcam. So I'm calling you. You work at the comedy club. I'm a deaf person. Yeah. Right? The 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 deaf person would pop up on a webcam. They would call the interpreting service. I would pop up on their computer screen signing. I would say, uh, okay, who do you want to call? They would say, call the comedy club. I'd press call. You'd pick up. I'll, we can do it. Okay. Ring. Uh, Ring. Uh, hello, this is Interpreter773 with the Sorensen Video Relay Service. I've got a sign language interpreter, uh, I've got a sign language user that it w- would like to make a call to your club, so I'm going to put you through right now. Okay, one of the things I would do is I would try to do it so quickly that you didn't have a chance to hang up. Because often you hear something like that. Yeah. And you would just fucking. Ha- hello? 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 Hi, is this. Yes. Hi, Cobb's Comedy Club? Yeah, Cobb's Comedy Club, yeah. Hey, uh, hi, I'm Interpreter773 with the Sorensen Video Relay Service. I've got a caller here that uses sign language to communicate. I'm going to go ahead and put you through. Uh, okay. Hi, I'd like to uh, ask about having a sign language interpreter at the club. Is it, are you the same person who was just on the... Uh, and then I would sign exactly what you're saying. Okay. I would tell the person, are yeah. you the same person? But let's say you hung up. Okay. You're like, hi, this is Interpreter773 with the Sorensen Video Relay Service. Hello? <laughs> Hello? And then I would call you back. Club. Hey, uh, I'd like to get a sign language interpreter at my. You hung up on me earlier, but I'm the. I, I would actually like to get a sign language interpreter to come to the club to interpret one of the comedy shows. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So that's how <laughs> yeah, it would yeah. work, right? That was the way that it would work. Um, <laughs> so if a person hung up, then I would. I would just. Then I would literally disappear, and I wouldn't even let you know that I, the call was being interpreted. Right. Okay. So so that's how it would work. So one time I get a call from a person, and he's like. Uh, He's like really agitated because I can see him, right? Yeah. I can see him on the screen and he's fucking agitated. 
And I'm like, okay. Uh, all right, let's make the phone call. He's like really pissed off. And I ping, I press call, uh, call and the person picks up and they're like, you know, Jacksonville Police Department. Jacksonville Police Department. And the guy goes, and I'm interpreting it. And I go, hi, this is Interpreter 773 with the Sorensen Video Relay Service. I've got a phone call here from somebody that uses sign language and they'd like to call the, they want to give you a call. Okay. And okay. the call would start. And then the guy just started off. He's just like, First of all, fuck you, fuck the police, fuck you, you're fucking following me, you piece of shit, you fucking fuck the police, fuck you, fuck you. And I'm just interpreting all this faithfully, right? And the cop is being really chill. He's just saying like well, the most... did you have a rough day or what's going on? Yeah, he's just going like, I'm really sorry. Like, really sorry. How can we uh, justify what's happening right Justify now? this, justify my dick, bitch, fuck you, fuck you, you motherfucker. Okay. I'm gonna fucking piece of shit, you fucking stupid if police. there's a way that uh, facilitate your call. Anyway. Oh, facilitate these nuts, yeah, Fucking, fucking, fuck you and fuck you. I'll fucking. Go. And then all of a sudden, the the guy, the caller goes, and fuck your mother. And I see it, and I see, I go. Um, he said, "Fuck your mother." The guy said, "Fuck your mother." I broke the whole. I broke the entire first first person rule, and the cop fucking goes, "What?" Fuck my mother. Fuck you, motherfucker. And they just started fighting with each other. It was like the greatest. It was like another great. That's so awesome. Another great tale from interpreting was. Tale um, from interpreting. I got a call. One of the rule, One of the other rules of interpreting is that when you, you go, you have an eight hour job. Mm-hmm. You only have to show up for a half hour. How, how draining is that as a job? Eight hours? Yeah. You could never do eight hours straight yeah, of, a, of a real eight-hour thing. Because it, it's got to be so mentally and just emotionally. And physically, all of just it. Just like everything, you're working with every muscle in your body to make sure that this person is basically being heard. Yeah, and my thing was like, I liked it. The hard, the, the harder, the better for me. That I liked that better. Mm-hmm. So I didn't like elementary school. I wouldn't do middle school because I was just like insane. Yeah, uh, but I liked high school, college, graduate school. I loved yeah. right, uh, or uh, and you would do doctor's appointments and you do all these different things. But uh, one of the rules is after a, a, any job, if you show up and a half an hour goes by, then you can leave, mm-hmm. right? And you get paid for the entire job, right? So one of the one of those jobs one day, I had an eight hour job at a community college, and the first class was nude figure drawing. And I, I walked in and I sat at the front and the woman came in, the model came in, she disrobed and I was just sitting at the front and no easel, no art supplies. I'm sitting, just looking at this woman, looking at my watch, looking at this woman, looking at my watch. And at a half hour, I just got up and walked out of the class and I've always wondered what that woman thought. Like, I'm just like looking at her like, oh, are you fucking kidding me? This woman isn't worth the charcoal. I can't even draw. I'm not drawing oh, this. this. This monster's disgusting. But in reality, I got paid $300 to sit and stare at a naked lady for 30 minutes and then go have coffee for the rest of the day. Because, I mean, yeah, there's nothing There's nothing to communicate while they're drawing. But it's just so funny. I was just like... I. She must, it must have been such a mystifying day for that nude model. Of course. Just like a person sitting in the front row, not drawing her, not doing anything, and then just leaving. Do you think she took notice of you? I don't know, but I hope so. <laughs> or do you think they're so, like, focused on, like... Just being like, chiseled? Just being, like, just staring. So, anyway, 
Those are a couple of tales from the interpret. I mean, I've interpreted like interpreting tales. I've interpreted suicide calls. I've interpreted uh, proposals. I had these two guys call me one time on the webcam, and they called, and I pressed connect to the number, and it was like, "Hi, if you like hot, hot, hi, 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 hi." If you, there we go. Hi, if you like hot, sultry pussies, then press one now. Five ninety nine a minute for the hottest, sluttiest coeds. We don't speak English. And I was in, and interpreting it to these guys, and I was like, okay, this is like a phone sex line, all right? And they, and it's like five bucks a minute. I can't connect you through this service. And they were like, oh no, 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 no. They said, no, no, no. We don't want phone sex. We want like a, uh, we want like a a, a woman. To come to our house and have sex with us? Like a prostitute. And I, that's what I said. I go, you mean a prostitute? And they go, yeah, 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 that, that. And I'm like, well, okay. Uh, like, what do you uh, what do you want? And they go, I go, I don't, they go, do you know anybody? I'm like, no, I don't know anybody. I go, but, I, and this I probably shouldn't have done, but I was kind of like, I guess you could like look up escort in the phone book or uh -huh. on the internet and call us back. And, and that was that. I'll tell you another time that I violated the uh, Prime Directive. This is really fucked up. So you're not allowed to, you weren't no. supposed to be saying any of that stuff. No. You're just supposed to be like, just like you said, a conduit. The whole idea, with specifically with the phone calls, is that the FCC has re regulated that uh, telephone calls have to be equal. You have to have equal access. That's okay. the whole thing with the ADA, yeah. right? Is that it's got And that's why at certain comedy shows, they have to display that sign to say, if you are hearing impaired, then uh, we have this for you. Right. And it's basically either uh, a unit. Do you know what those are? Have you ever yeah, seen those? Yeah, I've heard these weird things about. Yeah. But those are like a sound amplification devices. And right. that's not for really it's for like deaf people. It's like just hearing impaired. Right. It's not really for deaf people. Right. Yeah. Um, but there was that guy that was like making his way through comedy shows in Los yeah. Angeles asking for them. And then if you didn't have them, he would sue you. Yep. So that's like an abuse of the system, right? Yeah, for sure. But the whole idea with the ADA is like equal access. It's not special access. So you don't have a special um, counselor helping you make decisions when you make a phone call, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. So that was the whole thing was like, so when I would do a phone call, I mean, it could be fucked up. When I would do a phone call for someone that was calling and doing a job interview, you know, and they were like stupid or unprofessional my instinct as a person with deaf parents would be to like sweeten it a little yeah, bit yeah help them you know? out a little bit but honestly that's not really fair because the person that they're calling is trying to hire somebody that yeah. can do the job and so they deserve the ability to know the linguistic level that they're operating with the person at which is why those uh, teletype machines were so fucked up is because a lot of deaf people they're not really savvy english users because their primary language is American Sign Language. Sign, yeah. And so their communication level in sign language would be way higher than their communication level in English. Hmm. So somebody like my mom would call for a job or something like that, and it would sound like they were using like fucked up caveman English, and then they wouldn't get the job. <laughs> me want job. Me here. wanting job. Yeah. Ah, me yeah. coming now. Ah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know. Me get hired today. Me uh, born since not 1812, but 1812 BC. Me real hard worker. Yeah. You see me, now. Me, me, me come in. We have club. <laughs> me play joke. Me, me put have PV in your integrity. Coke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> me care very much about uh, company corporate values. Me have passion and arrive on time. Me think of self as personal brand, but personal brand extend to a larger brand. Only way to succeed in life. Me think you go places with company and I come as well. Yes, me greatest strength is also me greatest weakness. Me work maybe too hard. Me care maybe too much. Things like that. <laughs> so uh, then all of a sudden webcams got invented. So my mother would call 
And she would sign. With, it's so funny. Every time you say webcam, I think of I something really I know. dirty. You're right. Because like, uh, like every like whenever you said like I started using webcams with my mom, I just imagine that you got hired as a webcam model somewhere just so you could communicate with your mom, or that I was just jerking off to my mom's hot webcam show, <laughs> or that, or, yeah, or, or that. that, yeah, yeah totally but, that. Well, maybe there's. Is webcam not the right term? No, no, no. Webcam is the right thing because they used to be like, you know, like the Logitech. Yeah, that plug was in what it was. USB right and that's why your, I'm using your, that old yeah, language because that's what they were. Yeah, they, were clipped, they, were. They, were, they were clipped on. Yeah, exactly. Um, so my mom was a cam girl and I was her <laughs> pimp. And so when those guys called in, they said, we want somebody to come to our house and fuck us. I mm-hmm. said, well, I don't know any prostitutes, but I know my mom. I know my mom. And you could link and to her. she delivers. She has the hottest, deafest pussy west of the Mississippi. <laughs> and then, uh, and then. Did somebody say west of the Mississippi? Uh-uh, dog. Oh. I like it south of the, the Meridian uh, borderline, Jeremiah baby. Jeremiah Watkins Sr., how did you... Oh, I guess you would know that we do have family in Meridian, Mississippi. Well, I perked up when I heard uh, deaf stuff because I thought you were going to slam the deaf and call them monkeys again. Uh-huh. And then you're having some kind of bullshit, respectful conversation about like interpreting and all that kind of yeah. gobbledygook. Uh-huh. And the ADA, nothing makes me madder than the ADA. Really? My people fought and died to stop the Americans with Disabilities Act. Right. And freeing the slaves. Yeah. I'm out. So so all of a sudden I can make these phone calls. How long is this podcast? Is this too long? All of a sudden I can make these phone calls and, and my mom would be able to call and a person like me would be able to use uh, language at their linguistic uh, efficiency rate. So yeah. they would sound intelligent and they could maybe get the job. Right. So that's pretty, that's pretty, uh, it's pretty amazing. Um, but, uh, but the, what was I saying? What, how did I start this whole thing with the webcam? I was going to tell you one more story about interpreting. Oh, I remember the fucked up thing. You, so you couldn't get involved. You couldn't like make compensation for people because you had to like, so one of the really negative and nasty byproducts of that was they had, uh, those Nigerian, uh, scam calls, right? Right. The princes and, and the way scams yeah. work. I didn't know this till I started working in this field. The way scams work is they start with the general population. Mm-hmm. And then the general population gets savvy to it and goes like, you know, oh, fuck off. Oh, this is wrong. Yeah, and yeah. then they plink down and plink down until they get to the more and more vulnerable population. They're basically just trying to, like, get as much as they can. It's like a net, right? Yeah. And so by the time the scam has almost run its course, the people that they're scamming are almost exclusively um, old, pe- elderly people. Super low income. Super low income. Yeah. D- deaf people. Disabled. And so a lot yeah. of deaf people are getting scammed in this way. And they they were they because they were vulnerable a lot of these deaf people were vulnerable and so it created an ethical dilemma for the company i was working for which is what do we do because the fda says the fcc rather says that we have to be just merely a conduit this deaf person has the right to be scammed just like everybody else because that's the kind of the ethical rule here that's such a weird line it's crazy and so it came down from corporate i'm so glad i don't work in this field anymore it came down from corporate uh, that uh you had to interpret the calls faithfully, though you would know that um, the how slimy does that feel? That, the worst. yeah, it's kind of. And so the way that I combated it, and I wish I had actually, I should have just broken the rule. Now, in retrospect, I should have just told the person, "Yeah, this hey, is a this, scam. This is a scam. You should hang up. Now. You should hang up. This person's stealing your money." I I didn't do that, but what I would do is I would do two things. I would. What I did do is I took half a cut of what these Nigerian princes were saying. No, no. I took notes on how they ran their scam, uh-huh. and I would do it directly. Yeah. Because they would trust me because yeah, I signed. Yeah, it's like, why, why have the middleman? I can go directly to these deaf people and take advantage of them. What I would um, 
do is I would roll my eyes a lot and I would point at the person and go like make faces like ah, uh, and then I would sign what they were saying. And then the other thing I would do is I would if they if they had any accent at all. Now I feel like a coward in retrospect. I should have said something. But if they had any accent at all, which they always did, I would tell the person, "Sorry, I can't understand your accent," and I would I would disconnect the call. I would just hang up. But That's what a good, good way. would that do? Because they could just call back through another interpreter who would run the scam. You know what? I'm feeling really bad. I should have said something. <laughs> You're like, oh, now the more I explore this, the less resolve I have in this, <laughs> in this issue. Um, I'm going to ask you... Uh, no, ask them all. I, I have all day. All day. No, uh, okay. I can't get to all these. Um, oh, there's there was there's a lot. Um, a lot of people sent in questions. Um, so one that kept coming back is... Uh, People, a lot of people wanted you to do some variation of your Stephen Hawking because they say that you have a pretty epic Stephen Hawking. Oh, yeah. Uh, one person suggested uh, that you do a racist Stephen Hawking, but we've covered the race stuff. Uh, thank you, Topher Diorio on Instagram. For, I could do woke Stephen Hawking. You do woke Stephen Hawking? Yeah. Okay. Um, <clears throat> so, uh, Let's see if I can get this. Stephen, um, what do you think about uh, issues uh, with the LGBTQ community right now? I want to first say, first and foremost, that I want to apologize for some of the things I've said in the past about race relations. You know, I've been watching a lot of videos online, and I have really understood and awoken to the realities of the position that we are in globally and politically. Of course, I am a hardcore Trump voter, but this time I will be voting for Bernie Sanders. I feel the burn, baby. What was your question? Um. Well, I, I I'll ask a, a different question uh, this this time uh, uh, right now. Uh, with- By the way, dear Damaya, I want to tell you I am a big fan. You're a big fan of mine, Stephen Hawking. Yeah, bro, I love. Kill Tony. I love Jeremiah Wonders. Hey, now, uh, we have uh, uh, somebody who is from the Bay Area who's very well-versed in hip-hop. I've heard that you even enjoy hip-hop, Stephen Hawking. Absolutely. Uh, who is your favorite rapper? My favorite rapper? Well, I, you know me. I go in for the gangster shit. Oh, it's got to be exclusively West Coast, baby. I like the game, bro. The game. The game. Hell yeah, bro. Life's MVP. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, bro? Raps MVP. The thing you about know me. The thing about me. He's he's not going anywhere. Is that I just like the game. Am a blood. You're Stephen Hawking. You're you're a blood. Blood gang, bitch. I would think you're a crip. No, dog. Don't ever say that to me again. <laughs> you ever put that c word on me again? I'm going to ride all over your foot with my wheelchair. That has red rags hanging from it. That that's your threat? Is that you're just gonna roll over my foot? That sounds like pretty unassuming. Well, you would assume that because your intellect is so unbelievably low as compared to mine. I am one of the smart don't you what is that face? Your if I could make a facial expression, you would right now see that I don't give a fuck about you being offended, bro. Here's the thing. I my blood. Blood till I die. Blood, I will run over your foot. Okay, Stephen then, Hawking. Hold on, motherfucker. <laughs> I'm sorry to interrupt you. But then, when you are trapped under, well, I don't know why it is sounding more Eastern European. 
Sorry, <laughs> little Indian headphones. But, but, but I want to apologize. But, but way, I want to apologize if I did sound Indian, Indian accent. At any moment, I could be in uh, Indian. And Stephen Hawking Indian. Indian accents are not funny. They are not a comedy game. They are real people. While I am a blood, I am also woke. So listen, I'm going to pin down your foot. Then I am going to take out my nine milli mil. Stick it in your asshole and shoot you until your guts come out of your mouth. Now, what do you think about having sex with multiple women? Because I've heard that you know you had multiple wives and uh, you have a lot of children and stuff. So, uh, how constantly are you smashing, Stephen Hawking? Well, I want to say first and foremost, I have made a lot of mistakes in my past, and I am realizing that my power imbalance that I used to find women in sexual positions was not exactly the kind of consent that I want in the future. Consent culture is complicated, but I have a lot to learn, but I have also learned a lot. So while I have the past of blood gang affiliation and womanizing, I also have room to grow. Wow. It says a lot about you. Thanks, dog. <laughs> Thanks, blood. Well, uh, thanks for uh, coming on the show, Stephen Hawking. I really appreciate it. Okay, peace out, bitch. Wow, he was very uh, rude and a little bit more hard than I thought he would be. Yeah, well, a lot of people don't know that about Stephen. Like, yeah, the reality is that if you've got an IQ that high, you're gonna see that the blood way is the only way. I mean, that's just that's just that's just the truth. Blood way is the only way. Blood, baby. I'm Raps MVP. And I go nowhere. I do remember that. I, I was like, I said the game, or he said the game, and then mm-hmm. I was like, I don't think I know a game song. Go ahead. Yeah, you know me. I'm Rams MVP, and I ain't going nowhere, so just forget about it. Go ahead and envy me. I am Rams MVP. Go ahead and envy me. Go ahead and envy me. I'm Rams MVP. And I ain't going anywhere. So just forget about it. Uh, we are going to uh, do this next segment, and then uh, we'll wrap up with Sax Talk. We're going to do the Kindness Challenge. The Kindness Challenge. Wow, looky here. All right, every week. Every week. Every week. Every week. <laughs> Let me try it. You know, every week. You know, every week. You know, every week. You know, every. You know, you know, every week. You know, every. You know, every week. I think week. about the Civil War and how things could have been. Okay, Jeremiah Watkins Sr., you have to go. Fuck, man. All right, fine. I'm here. Damn you are local. becoming an issue on this show. All right. I know hey, you're. Steven, a- Steven, hold up. Hold up. Okay, dog. You can roll with me. Come on, bro. Okay, both of you have to leave just for a moment, okay? Okay. Every week, <laughs> I ask you guys, the listeners, as well as myself, to do something nice out of the kindness of your heart for somebody. Doesn't matter how big it is, doesn't matter how little, as long like as you're that. contributing something positive to society. I like that. Right? So I have people send in their letters, their kindness challenge letters to jeremiahwonders at gmail.com. I read them here on the show and I wonder what they may sound like because I have no cue as far as pictures or anything goes. But. And the first line, they sometimes tell me where they're from. So here we go. This person is from Tulsa, Oklahoma. So here we go. Hey, Jeremiah. 
My name is Justin, and I'm from Tulsa, Oklahoma. The other night, I was picking up some groceries, and as I made my way out of the store, a man standing outside barefoot asked me for a ride down the street. I agreed to give him a ride, and as I was driving, I asked him what size shoes he wore. His size was one smaller than mine. I took my left shoe off and told him to try it on, and he said it fit pretty good. When we got to where he was going, I gave him the right shoe. He offered me his last five bucks, and told him I told him not to worry about it. It would come back to me eventually. Anywho, that's my story. Thanks. Have a nice day. Did he write anywho? He did write anywho. I liked him so much until that anywho. Until the I anywho? I thought this guy was such a great guy. And until I was like, oh, I'm, I'm, anywho. I'm not walking a mile in that guy's shoes. <laughs> well, obviously, he's not anymore either. That's he gave true. him away. That's an intense thing to do, actually. Isn't that really nice? That is nice. Pick it, picking up somebody, not only just the ride of a stranger, that's nice, but giving literally giving them the shoes off your feet. That's do, a. It made me think. I do wear Van slip-ons a lot. It would mm-hmm. be so easy for me to give somebody my shoes. Yeah. Maybe I'll try that. I mean, not those fresh creams. No, these are brand new. But yeah, maybe. <laughs> but one. you know, some older some ones. Some older ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to do nice things, but not too nice. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Have you done something uh, that you qual that you think would qualify as a kindness challenge that maybe might have happened organically uh, recently that you did for somebody? That's a great question. I well, I I mean, every Thanksgiving I do this thing. Do you know about this? What? Every Thanksgiving I open my DMs up on Twitter and I buy people turkeys. Do you really? Yeah, I've done it for like three years now, and it's getting more and more difficult because more and more people are asking well, yeah. for it, and it's like, I, I don't even care about the money. I care about like, it's like a lot of, because I have to, it's people from all over the country. Yeah. And so I have to like open Instacart. It's this like thing yeah. where you can get That sounds get really complex. You open Instacart in like in Tulsa, and then open Instacart in San Luis Obispo, and then open, so I have to figure out a new system this next year, because the last year almost killed me. It was like 10 hours of work. Oh, yeah. That's, I mean, that's super, super nice. What I wanted to do is just like buy 50 turkeys, drive around LA, dropping them at people's <laughs> houses. Dropping you know? them, yeah. I mean, that'd be cool, yeah. Maybe next year I'll just do LA, but yeah. So my question is on just, I mean, that's a very nice thing that you're doing for people, first of all, but when you're opening your DMs up, like, are you interacting with these people or are you just seeing their messages and then just sending them? I interact with them. Because I, once you, the way that Instagram is kind of weird, once right. you open it up, you can't close it back. I know. I know. You have to block which, them. That'd be a very funny thing to do. <laughs> right Here's after, your turkey, bitch. Blocked. <laughs> That's like a weird feature of Instagram. Yeah, like yeah. once you open that door, it does not close. I know. I know. So like the rest of the year, do, do they hit you real hard the rest not of the year? hard, but I've had some people hit me up like later in the year and it's like, uh, to be honest with you, my system is I just ignore them. Mm-hmm. I, I, I give them the turkey, and then if they're, like, hitting me up on some other shit, it's like, like, I don't have time. Right, right, right. I don't really look at my DMs. Yeah. I mean, that's the idea. Yeah. I don't look at my DMs for the rest of the year. Yeah. Kind of I, I mean, the, yeah, the DMs get crazy. But I try to be kind to people that's all the awesome. time. That's awesome. I yeah. like that a lot. I like, I like that kindness challenge, It's too. cool, right? It's yeah. like positive momentum and energy, and people love, like, on the road, people always tell me in person they're like i love hearing those stories well the thing is that helping other people is a surefire way to get out of your own problems if at least for a moment mm-hmm. there's no better way to escape from your own issues than to help somebody with theirs that's yeah guaranteed yeah I, that's i think that's what the what i've heard uh from some friends of mine who have like been in aa and stuff they're like that's like a healing mechanism is doing nice things for other people. For sure. There's yeah. not there's nothing better. You can't it's very difficult to think about yourself while you're thinking about somebody else. Yeah. And that is the issue that we're all thinking about ourselves too much. Right. Get off your phones, help somebody. Yeah. Do it up. Shut it down. Shut it down. Let's get into this final segment. Sax talk. I did. Oh. Sax talk. 
Forget it. <laughs> it was going to be your your uncle. I think you know what it was going to be. I, th- I think I yeah. I think I know where it's going. All right, so we're going to close out this show with some sax talk. I prepped Moshe before the show started. He's going to share a story of any sexual encounter. It doesn't matter how innocent or graphic. It's up to Moshe's discretion. I'm going to follow you along with this sweet, sweet saxophone. All right, here Whenever we go. you're ready, pal, I will follow you. All right. Should I do it with my regular voice? Yeah. All right, let's do this. So this is the first time I went to Burning Man in 2001. Actually, the truth is I went to 2001 in 19... I went to Burning Man for the first, first time in 96, but I didn't come back till 2001, and it felt like the first time. And uh, I, I met this girl, and we were getting along really well, and we were hanging out, and we started to make out in... in the, we were at this big rave tent and this big party, and we started making out, and it felt really good. It felt great. It's one of those... You know one of those makeouts where your stomach is kind of like turning a little bit in a good way. And you're like, I really like this girl. I see something special. And things got a little hotter and heavier in the makeout sesh. So the issue was, though, that the rave tent that we were at was like all the way across the event from from my tent. And uh, like... It's a long, long walk to get there. To get from one side of Burning Man to the next, it's like a 25-minute walk. And I, I took her hand and I said, would you want to come back to my tent with me? And she said yes. And I was very excited. And we're walking across open playa and we're about halfway back when I see the porta potties. And we, keep in mind, we've been we've been holding hands since the rave tent. We're holding hands. We're like cupcaking a little bit, as the, as the kids say. And we're holding hands and and walking. And I see the porta potty, and I have to I have to use the porta potty before I go go back to bed. So I I grab a whole handful of toilet paper to wrap. Uh, you know, I grab a, a handful of toilet paper because it's dark in the porta potties. You can't see what's in there. What's on the seat. And I, my plan is to take all the toilet paper and just do a wipe of the of the speckled urine speckles that I'm sure are there before I sit down. I guess I had to shit too. I don't know what it was, but I I, I was just gonna do a little wipe, just do a little, just a swipe of the urine. So I do the wipe. I just do the the wipe swipe motion with the handful of toilet paper, and I credit card swipe my hand through a pile of ice cold human shit. And now, <laughs> now I've been. I have a. I have a serious dilemma. I mean, my hand is covered in a stranger's ice cold shit. There's no sink. It's a porta potty, for God's sake. And standing outside of the toilet is a woman who I've been holding hands with for the last 20 minutes as I've been walking with her. And I just don't know what to do. So I, 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 I wipe off as much of the shit as I possibly can. I ball my f- hand into fists and I walk outside and say to the woman who's been holding my hand for 20 minutes, uh, follow me. And I walk about like 10 paces faster than her as fast as I can back to the tent and, gra- and grab a bunch of water and do do my best to clean it up and avoid fingering her that night. 
but it ended. The truth is, it ended up all right. That's the end of the story. <laughs> so did did now did you guys end up hooking up? Oh yeah, we bang. Oh sorry. Do you want to do a riff for this? That's what I was saying when I was saying it ended up all right. I cleaned up as best I could. But you know what the good news was? I didn't have any poo-poo on my ding-dong. So we did end up having sex that night. Oh, yeah. But I kept my hands as far away from her face as I could possibly get them. And that, my friends, is a burning man tale told well. Yeah. Oh, I like that. <laughs> I'm glad you I liked like it. I like that a lot. Hey, you know what? Jeremiah? Yeah. Yeah. Jeremiah Watkins Sr.? Yeah, I was listening to that Jew tell that story. <laughs> and to be honest, it was relatable. I went through a similar situation with the squad during the war. Uh-huh. I was walking back to her tent. Yeah. And same old thing. I fell down, fell into the latrine. My whole side, left side of my body was covered with human poo-poo. Uh-huh. And she was so sweet about it. She bathed me in the river. Uh-huh. We made love that night. And I just realized even right now, uh, listening to that story, that it's very possible that I have a, a small Native American child out there. And that's really making me think maybe my ideas about race and race relations have been wrong this whole 200 years or whatnot. And... um I just I need to think about a lot. I went through a similar situation with my own ideas. Yeah, Stephen, it's like sometimes all of a sudden growth, you know, sometimes happens slowly, but sometimes it happens like a great pop. Uh, Jeremiah Watkins Sr., we actually have uh, your son calling oh into the show. Oh, my God. Uh, is this my father? Oh, oh, this is Jeremiah Watkins Sr. What's your name, son? My name is Tyler, but you can call me Running From Father. Oh, Tyler, I love that name because it reminds me of the culture that I like that I so foolishly gave myself to, but I feel like I owe you so much, young Tyler. Are you sure I'm your daddy? The reparations are great that you do owe me as well as my family. Anything, anything. I need to make this right. How about that new Nintendo DS? Oh, you a gamer? Yeah. Oh my God, I'm a gamer too. Papa? Yeah, son. Listen, we could play online sometime. Let's have a Mario party. You're a Carter? Yes. I'm a Carter, bro. Oh, son. You like the Carter 3 or the Carter 4? Oh, the, oh you a little Wayne fan? Weezy? Yeah. You like Weezy? Yeah, yo, money. You're just like me in every way. Yeah, Wait, can I ask you one last question, son? Yes, what is it, father? How do you feel about race mingling? Not for me. Oh, I love you so much, son. I'm going to come to wherever you are, give you that DS, and then we're going to play online for the rest of time. For many and many moons to come. Many and many moons. Wow. I'm glad that we got kind of rectification and closure really for Jeremiah Watkins Sr., you know? That is so Family beautiful. Family reunion. Man, they're finally reconnecting. And that's your father. 
That's my great great grandfather. I don't exactly know how that works mm-hmm. because that was your great uncle, but yeah, that's your father. Yeah. And your and your great great grandfather. Oh, yeah, yeah, his Tyler. son. His son would be my great great father. Yeah. That's your great great father. Wow. Wow, that is so cool, that's man. So cool, man. It's so cool to see your This is like an episode of that show where they tell you what your, you know, your your what your family did in the past, you yeah. know? It's wow. beautiful. That's beautiful. You're beautiful. You're beautiful. Thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. Can you, do you want do you need to plug anything? Oh, for all those that made it to the end? Yeah. Uh, sure, listen to my <laughs> podcast, the, the Endless Honeymoon podcast or the, I also do another one called the Hound Tall Discussion series, like a tall dog, a tall hound, and uh I'll be in Denver at the High Plains Comedy Festival at the end of this very month. Perfect. This will be out before the end of the month. So I love you it. Go. Jeremiah, you're a good man. RDK, even, even I love you, dog. I love you back, bro. Come on, bro. I hope to see you more, man. I love I, you, man. I, I love you too, dog. Yeah, you come know? on, give oh, me some. You know what? Yo, I love, I love you, dog. No, I love you, dog. There's only one thing that makes me happy. It's the comedy of Jeremiah Watkins. I love Mahosha Kesher. And I love Jeremiah Watkins. Well, for the rest of the podcast, we were just looking at each other saying we love each other for the next 20 minutes. And then finally, finally, you ended up sleeping with victim number two, and it's me. What? Peace out, Joe.